to the Redeemed Evangelical Mission, Trem, Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. Wear me as your hand glove and express yourself freely through me. In Jesus name. Praise the Lord. Before you sit down, I want you to say this with me. This is who I am. This is who I am. This is who I am. By the blood of Jesus Christ. I am eternally redeemed. I'm eternally forgiven. I'm eternally delivered. I am eternally blessed and cannot be cursed. Do you believe that? I want you to repeat this after me. This is who I am. By the blood of Jesus Christ, I am eternally redeemed. I am eternally forgiven. I am eternally delivered. I am eternally blessed. And cannot be cursed. Even as we have spoken, so shall it be. No, no creature, no being will curse you. You are blessed going out. You are blessed coming in. You are blessed all around. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Let's welcome all our friends. Let's welcome all our friends. Everywhere in the world, the same presence of God in the house is reaching you. Glory to God. Power media quickly, let's go. Can you give me Zephaniah chapter 3, verse number 17? Zephaniah chapter 3, verse number 17. I'm going to read the Amplified Version and Gus. Amplified Classic, I beg your pardon. I'm going to read Zephaniah 3. Zephaniah 3. Right, 17. Amplified Classic. I don't, you don't have the world translations. I will read the word. The Lord your God is in the midst of you, Tremite. Trem Gus Embassy's manner. The Lord your God, the Lord our God, is in the midst of us. A mighty one, a savior, who saves. He will rejoice over us with joy. He will rest in silent satisfaction. Halabosha. And in his love, he will be silent and make no mention of past sins, past mistakes, past errors, past shortcomings, or even recall them. He will exalt us. He will exalt over us with singing. Somebody say, God will be happy with me. God is happy with me. Let me read... Uh, 
that Zephaniah from the from the the world, the world, the world. God's word. The Lord your God is with you. He is a hero who saves you. He happily rejoices over you. Renews you with his love. Renews you with his love. And celebrates over you with shouts of joy. Renews you with his love. Celebrate over you with the shouts of joy. Somebody say with me, rest in his love. You are not hearing yourself. Somebody say, rest in his love. Rest in his love. That's what he sent me to tell you today. So go and tell my children, rest in my love. Do you know that God loves you? So passionately. So extravagantly. The love of God is beyond qualification. Beyond, beyond comprehension. You did not do anything to merit God loving you. There is nothing you did to make God love you. He just loves you. Out of his own volition. He said, I love you, Fred. Oh, Imuse. I love you, you. You, whatever your name is called. I love you. In spite of you, I love you. With your mess, with your mistake, I love you. With your inadequacy, I love you. Whatever man says, no man has what it takes to make God to stop loving you. No man has what it takes to make God what? Stop loving you. Somebody say, I will rest in God's love for me. He loves you with everlasting love. Everlasting love means it is endless. It does not fade. It does not fail. You know what I'm saying? It does not fade. That is what? It loses value. But it remains consistently constant. God loves you with his omnipotent love. Omnipotent means all-powerful. The love of God deals with every area of our lives. The love of God handles the enemy on our behalf. We not knowing. Do you even know what God has been? What, how many things God has delivered you from? You without knowing. Somebody say, I will rest in God's love for me. To rest is to be at ease. You know what I'm saying? To rest is to refuse what? To be troubled. 
just relax and enjoy the ride. A case in point of rest was Jesus in Mark when he told after feeding the, the, the people, he told the disciple, let us go over to the other side. Midway as they were going, there was heavy storm. Heavy storm. But Jesus, the Bible carefully states, he was fast asleep on a pillow. You understand what I'm saying? He was what? Fast asleep on a pillow. The people that were with him that did not understand the love of God for them. Because Jesus, why praying for us? The church, before he left in John chapter 17, he said, these ones, Father, you love them as you have loved me. The same degree, the same strength of God's love for Jesus is the same love he has for you. Jesus knew that the Father loved him so intimately and passionately. Never allowed the storm to disturb his peace, his sleep. He was sleeping. On a pillow. Do you know that that storm did not have what it takes to wake up Jesus to disturb his sleep? But what disturbed the sleep of Jesus was the cry of his people. Are you listening to me? The storm, as fearsome as it was, could not disturb his sleep. But the only thing that disturbed the, peace, the sleep of Jesus was the cry of the people, of his children. They called, the disciples said, Master, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Do you know that the only thing that caused the God's attention that stops everything he is doing is your call. His son, his daughter. As busy as God is, nothing stop him except your call. That shows the place you occupy in his heart. Parents, you have your lovely daughter, lovely son. If there is a call of emergency from any of them, do you continue what you are doing? And you are flesh and blood that are limited. Even in that issue that you are called, you are limited. You cannot do anything. There are what, how far you can go, right? So he sent me to you this morning. Rest in my love for you. Rest in my love for you. Before we can understand the love of the strength of God's love for us. We have to understand the sacrifice of God for us. You understand what I'm saying? We want to deal with the sacrifice of God's love for us. The what that to, to prove his love for us. How far God has gone for us to prove his love. Next Sunday we continue and wrap it up. That when you rest in his love, what does it mean? You understand what I'm saying? But today, you have to understand.
understand and know who is this God. Because many come to church, but they don't know and understand who God is. God is not our equal. God is not the president. He's bigger than any president. All the presidents in the world put together. He's bigger than all the kings and queens put together. Because many of us who don't understand and know who this God is, that is why our relationship with him does not up up to where he is. Permit me to tell us that this morning, your boss in the, in the office, there is a level of delay you have with him or her, right? He's a man. There is that kind of respect you, are, you know, accord to your you give to that man, right? Or that woman. The governor, the mayor, the president. That has that kind of awe, aura, that kind of honor and respect you give to them, right? But permit me to tell us that all the governors, president, all the boss, CEO, president or conglomerate put together they are small fry to this God. When you understand who this God is, your dealings and relationship with him personally will change. It will matter. It will be intentional. Somebody say intentional. intentional. Somebody say intentional. intentional. It will not be according to the weather, according to what people say. Intentional. Intentional. The who is this God? He is God all by himself. He is self-existent one. He is the one that has been before the beginning. He's the one that created all things, but it's not created. Who is this God? Genesis told us that. The Bible told us, Genesis 1 1 told us that. Deuteronomy chapter 32 39. Can we see that? Deuteronomy 32 39. Who is this God? You have to understand and know who this God is. This God in his own level, what he did for you as a proof of his love for you. See now that I, I am he and there's no God beside me. I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. And there is none who can deliver out of my My dad Bishop Mike always say, I've heard him say this many times. He say, if you fend somebody, even the president or the king, you run to God, he will deliver you. He will save you. But if you offend God, who will deliver you? You see, many of us, we have not come to terms of who this God is. We have not come to know his level to relate with him. 
When we understand this, that we come to the level of his love for us, what he did to make us his children, where we relate with him as a father-son, a father-daughter relationship, the awe of him that we recognize who he is and the place he is, we determine and pilot this relationship that's father son that make us to wholly follow the Lord the Bible talks about Joshua and Caleb they say he, they wholly follow the Lord their God David the only living man that was blessed and privileged to remove the crown on his head the only living king in history up to today removed the crown from his head and place and crown his son as king you understand what i'm saying before he crowned his king solomon he said solomon you should know the god of your father serve him with all your heart serve him wholly he said if you don't serve him he will spew out. He will reject you. Many of us will come to church because we don't understand the place of this God in our life. We take the things of God. We trivialize the things of God. We trivialize the work of God. We trivialize the responsibility that is given to you. Forgetting that, according to Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 17, in him we live. In him we have our being. He is our bread that we breathe in. Because the moment this God we are talking about this morning seizes the air you breathe in, you will cease to be. No matter who you are, no matter how much you have in the bank, no matter your real estate, no matter the title you carry, you will cease to be. When you know that he's the source of your life, there's an aura, an awe, a reverence you give to him. Many of us, we reverence our employers because they hold the paycheck, right? They pay the bills. But the one that is greater than your employer, how do you treat him? See now that I, I am he. And there's no God beside me. I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. And there's no who can deliver out of my hand. We can make, build camp meeting out of this. Jesus, taking leave from this verse of the scripture, say, let me tell you who you should be afraid of. He said, don't fear any man. Who can kill your body, but I cannot kill your spirit also. But fear he who can kill both your body and your spirit and all end in hellfire. So who can deliver you from my hand? Somebody say he is God. It's not a man. He's God. All by himself. Who is this God? 
He is the Alpha and the Omega. There is none that have been before him. You understand what I'm saying? Nothing ever existed before him. And nothing out exists outside him. Nothing ever existed before him. Nothing ever exists outside him. He is the Alpha. He is the Omega. I don't care how many PhDs you have. You are a small fry. So somebody say, because you are educated and intelligent, you can query God. Excuse me? Is the beginning and the end. He is a force and a last. He is the omnipotent as his presence in this house. He is presence everywhere at the same time. He is everywhere at the same time. Has he ever occurred to you? I was watching the service this morning from the headquarters church where we're doing the thanksgiving service for our father, 78 years, we give God praise. Somebody say, lift up your hands, say, thank God for my father, Bishop Mike. Thank you for adding more years to his years. I see the crowd in that big, beautiful auditorium. And during the time of prayer and worship, do you know that God is listening to every voice? No mistake. He knows you by your name. He knows you by your voice. At last, Isaiah says, I know you. You are mine. He told Jeremiah chapter 1, Jeremiah, before you were forming your mother's womb, I knew you. Not only that I know you, I have chosen you. I got an assignment for you, Jerry. Whether you know it or not, you will do what I say you will do. That's why I tell people, Except God have not zeroed in on you. When he has zeroed in on you, you will do it all. There's no excuse. Either by force or by submission. But I pray it to be by submission. None of us will miss our day of visitation. None of us will miss our destiny. In the name of Jesus. Who is this God? That we're talking about this morning. We said he's omnipotent. He's omnipotent means he's all powerful. He's what? All powerful. And that is why the Bible called him the almighty God. You know what I'm saying? Almighty God. You say you are big, you are great, you are tough, you are small fry. His omnipresence, as we say, is everywhere at the same time. His omniscience. Omniscience means he's all-knowing. He knows everything. He understands everything. He sees everything. You understand what I'm saying? He controls everything. He rules and reigns over everything. And the Bible says he is the one that rules over the affairs of men. 
So who is this God we're talking about? He is the most high God. Jehovah El Elyon. I don't care how highly placed you are. You are a small fry. He is the most high. His height no creature has ever reached. And we ever reach. <laughs> Lucifer, the other day I was talking to somebody, I forgot to who. Lucifer was created with music, instrument on his body. You understand what I'm saying? Instrument. For you to know how big and how great this God is, he's not threatened by any of his creatures. You understand what I'm saying? For all of you under the sound of my voice, those watching and those here looking at me. I know a couple of you here are employers of labor. If you fire somebody from your business and the benefits they are having, maybe a car, a house, or the property of the company they're carrying, do you allow them to go with them? No, talk to me. Do you? Why? Because they belong to the company, right? They card, the bank card they have, credit card, you say, get it. Return it. Right? The ID, what? Return it. Right? But not the omnipotent God. Call what? The omnipotent God. Remember we say he created all things, but yet not created. He created Lucifer. Satan was not his name from beginning. He becomes Satan the devil when he rebel against God. So you that is in the church you are rebelling, you know the name you are calling yourself. You are rebelling against your parents. You know you the name you are calling yourself. You are rebelling against authority. You know the name you are calling yourself. He was Lucifer. The son of the morning. He was in charge of worship. In heaven. You know what I'm saying? Because God enjoys worship. That's what keeps God going. So God make him to be in charge of his choir. Literally speaking for you to understand. Because in heaven, the Bible says, 24, Two for seven, they worship God, they power, cast their crown, say, Holy, holy is the Lord. You understand what I'm saying? Glory and honor, power to He who sits on the throne. That's what they do every moment, every second, non stop. All the instrument, known and unknown instrument. You have not seen music, honey, you have no instrument until we get to heaven. Any instrument you are seeing on earth is a small fry to what is in heaven. So Satan, uh, Lucifer, I beg your pardon, was in charge of music. Was in charge of worship. A new tune comes out of it naturally. But a day came. You want to rather give glory to God you want to take the glory. You see? You should know the place the devil, Satan, uh, Lucifer was occupying. He was very influential. Remember, son of the morning. 
He was very influential. That is why he was able to turn one third of the angels to his side. He won them to his side against God. Think about it. Think, just think about it. But where are we going today? When he rebelled against God. Because where we read, he said, there is no like me. No one will ever be like him. He is the Mosai. We have only one Mosai, right? After all, English language, the only one captain is a gift for that moved the ship, right? Double soldier, do you have two commanding generals in, the, in your place where you were there? You have one, right? Other, uh, how, no matter how highly placed, they submit to that one, right? God said, okay, said, uh, Lucifer, you say you want to be like me. You want to take the glory. You say you want to be. You want to go up and be like God the Most High. You want to be like the Most High. He didn't say he want to be the Most High. He said he want to be like the Most High. And there is only one Most High. For ever thinking that, God said. God did not enter and start fighting. Carry all the weapons. Look at what Russia is doing in Ukraine, he thought that in, two, in 24 hours it's going to wipe out Ukraine, right? But look at it. 92 years. If you know the things Russia has suffered, the aircraft carrier, the biggest aircraft carrier, they lost it to this Ukraine. And many jets. And some of their top generals killed. He said, You want to be like the Most High? God said, Oh, you want to be like Most High? You see, I am the only one. There's no equal, no rival. He said, Here with me, you have terminated your employment here. You cease to be, you cease to function. He said, you are going down. You are not going to stay here. You are not going to go further. You are going down. The word. The word of the Lord. He uphold all things. With the word of his power. Everything you are seeing. Came to be. Came to existence. By the word of God. That is this God we are talking about. He brought the devil down today. He wanted to be like the most high. He's the most low. Do you know where he is? Somebody stand up and walk. Somebody stand up and walk. Somebody stand up and walk. Do you know where he is? I say, stand up and walk. Do you know where he is? Where is the devil? He's under your feet. Every time you take a step, you are walking on him. Yes. Sit down. Bless you. Now, I ask a question. You employ somebody. His job is terminated. 
you don't leave the company's properties with a person, right? The Most High God, the Almighty God, the Alpha and Omega, he did not take from Satan what he gave him. He said, you should go. Because I made you, I put those things there. I will create more. That's a God you saw. We're talking about this God. He's not threatened by anything. <laughs> Look at it. As big as Lucifer was in the kingdom. And there is no vacancy, no space, no remembering of that he ever stayed there. Because worship still continue. Better instrument, better worshiper came to be. There's something my dad did one day during the pastor's fellowship uh, conference. We're having fasting and praying. That, that very day, I can never forget it because this God talked to me um, nearly 40 years ago. Then, with red eye, as I was addressing to pastor, well over 250 pastors, as I was addressing them, he said, Fred, go and get me a bucket filled with water. I ran and got, got the bucket filled with water. As I was speaking, he pulled, he pulled his shirt up, the sleeve of his shirt, pulled it up and put his hand into the bucket. He caused the pastors to surround him. And the water in the bucket, there was space for his hand. He said, that's how we are in our service with God. When you are walking with him, serving him, he makes room for you in him. Remember, in him we live and move and have our being. He said, he removed his hand from the, buck, the water and the whole place was sealed up, right? There was no opening, there was no space that a hand was there before. He said, when you turn your back on God, when you speak him, say that's how it is. There will be no trace as if you ever existed. That's what happened to Satan. May that not happen to any one of us. Amen. It's a privilege to serve this God. Somebody say rest in his love. Somebody say rest in his love. Now listen. We're talking about who is this God. I told us we're going to start it and we'll continue next Sunday. Now listen, the devil, Satan the devil became Satan the devil when he rebelled against God. You know what I'm saying? Today, does it surprise you that it's in the entertainment industry and some inquire that you always show forth? Why? Because that's his area. You know what I'm saying? And if those that doesn't know, we say, oh, we will submit to him. And there are many people that have sold their soul to Satan for fame in the entertainment industry, in the music industry. Because you can't give what you don't have. Satan don't have it. He can't give it to you. Because everything belongs to God. That is why you under the sound of my voice, no matter where you are, don't sell your soul to Satan. 
He is not the owner of your life. He is not the creator of your life. God created you. The Bible told us. At least remember what they taught us in the school class. God created you. You were created in the image of God. The devil is never a creator. He can never create because he doesn't have the ability to create. Praise God. Who is this God? He is the possessor of heaven and earth. Can you give me Genesis 14 22? He is the possessor of heaven and earth. He owns it all. You understand what I'm saying? That estate you think is your own. No, it belongs to him. The throne, the power belongs to him. Power belongs to God, right? He is the one. I can't wait to see most, most of these world leaders that have had their people hostage, dehumanized them, made them prisoners, make them to be having penuries in the midst of plenty because this, they happen to be at the seat of power because they were going to give account. They were going to face God. But Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up my hand and sworn to the Lord most high. Sworn to the Lord God most high, the possessor and maker of heaven and earth. Do you see that? He, he owns it all. He brought it into existence. You understand what I'm saying? The real estate everything. And the reason why he, he made them is to serve and worship him. Psalm 24 verse 1 says, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So who is this God? He owns it all. You know what I'm saying? If you know that he owns it all, your life, your talents, your giftings, your resources, your time, you will worship and honor him with it. You are many, in quote, your real estate is his. To honor and to worship him. Acts 7 verse 49. Acts 7 49. Who is this God? We're talking about before you can understand this love of God that he asks us to rest in. You have to know who God is and the extent he has gone to love you. Heaven is my throne and earth the footstool for my feet. What kind of house can you build for me? Says the Lord. Or what is the place in which I can rest? The heaven is my throne. The earth is my footstool. We used to say those days in the early days of our Christian life, says, I have the longest leg. God, my father. Yes. When he take one stride, he cover the whole world. And that's why I proclaim to you, I release to you uncommon speed. 
in the name of Jesus. Enjoy speed today. Enjoy speed in the name of Jesus. Overtake your overtakers. If God takes his tribe and is carrying you, he take one strive, right? He has covered the length of the whole world. That's why you, I know that we cannot fail. You understand what I'm saying? The heavens is his throne where you sit, right? Because you sit to rule. The earth is his what fools to. So put on your imagination. Sitting in heaven and resting his leg on earth. So even when he take a strive, he cover the whole seas put together. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Who is this God we are talking about? This God we are talking about. We have said he's the almighty God. He's the great I am. Exodus 3.14 He is what? The great I am. He said I am. When he met Moses in the desert. Can you imagine? Desert of all places. No matter where life has taken you. This God will find you there. This God will pluck you out. This God will plant your feet on the hill. In the name of Jesus. Visited Moses in the desert. And sent Moses. No, look, look, look at it. Moses ran away from Egypt. Because he was what? A fugitive. He was wanted by the king. Right? Oh, glory to God. You, you don't know this girl we are talking about. Pharaoh woke up one morning. He said he's going to kill every male child born in Egypt. Every Israeli Jewish male child born in Egypt. Because he noticed that the children of God, the Israelis, are multiplying greatly. No power, no force will hinder or frustrate us. Nothing can garage us. After the matter of God, they are blown out in the name of Jesus. He says, remember what to declare. I am blessed and cannot be caused. He said, these people, I will stop them growing. They are becoming too much. And so where the seed come from, the male, let's start killing them. Because when they don't have any male, they cannot grow. That was his mind. That was his thought. God said, okay, for having thought that, you, Pharaoh, you will train up the one that will deal with you and put pepper in your eye. <laughs> Moses was born. Moses was born. The mother and the father, they perceive that it's a good child. May God give us insight. May God give us discernment. May God give us understanding. May God open our eyes to see. The fact that others are doing it does not make it the same way. When you have seen what God is showing you, go ahead. Jacobet, the mother of Moses, have never seen a mother that saved, that kept her made child. There was no precedent to follow. 
But they said, this Pharaoh, you have been killing other children. Oh, but this one, you cannot kill. She kept the child for three months. The child grew. Put on your imagination. How did she make do it? The child crying in the night. You understand what I'm saying? How? Some of us say grace. Grace will speak for us. Grace will sort you out. Grace will turn your life around. In the name of Jesus. Mercy and grace spoke and prevailed. Preserve the mother, the son, and the father. And when she could not handle him, she released him into the hands of God. Parents, under the sound of my voice, stop having high blood pressure. Release that your daughter, release that your son in the hand of God. And see what God will make out of them. Stop having sleepless night. Put them in the hand of God. I have spoken and I repeat what I have been telling God. I have spoken it. As long as I dedicated you in this house. As long as I name you in this house. As long as I laid my hand on you in this house. You will serve God. You will serve God. No matter where you go. You are hooked. You will serve God. In the name of Jesus. Whether old or young, as long as this hand have touched your head, as long as I've prayed and blessed you, you will serve God. Your life will honor and glorify God. In the name of Jesus. That is why I have sleepless, I don't have sleepless night. Because I put all of you in the hand of God. Whether you like it or not. His hand will find you out. You Listen to me. Whether you like it or not, you will fulfill what God created you for. You will play your role in this church. Yes or no, you will play your role in this church. Except God didn't bring me to this place. Except I came here by myself. So relax. Relax. Some of us say rest in his love. Some of us say rest in his love. Jochebed have not seen anyone keeping their sons. But she, she stood out. All our children are blessed children. They are unique. They are carrying grace. The hand of God is upon them. They will make mark in the sand of their time. The devil is too late. The highest will go is their stepping stone. In the name of Jesus. They will herald this gospel to the four corners of the earth. In the office, I see you a president, a senator, governor, president, whatever office, business conglomerate. They will honor God. They will proclaim the lordship of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jochebed know that I can no longer handle this baby by myself. She released him to the hand of God. 
you think it's by accident the fairest daughter came to the river to swim that day? There were many rivers in Egypt. Why didn't she go to another one? Why did she come there? I declare to you, your helpers of destiny will find you. When the need arises, God connects you with those that will push you to the next level. Those that will open doors for you. I call them in, in the name of Jesus. He makes all things beautiful in his time. At the right time, Kayada, they will surface. Where others have been turned back, you the doors are open. And by the time you are God is done with you, you look and say, ah, how did this happen? He said, When God visited us and turned our captivity around, we were like men that dream dreams. You say, Wow. Hallelujah. That is our story. Amen. That is our story. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let me just pause it here. Let me finish with Moses' mother. Then I'll pick it up here. Moses' mother released the son. And God, who knew Moses before he was born, moved Pharaoh's daughter to go and bath. Why did she leave the palace to the street to the river that day. At that time, she was not one minute or one second late. Her maids were on this side. She swam off stream to meet the boy that was there. And she carried the boy. And the boy become her own son. Took the boy, Moses, to the palace, Pharaoh's palace. The one that gave the decree to kill made children like Moses. Brought him to his palace. Raised him up as a son. Trained him. Send him to the best school. And strain him with all the culture and the wisdom of Egypt. With all the wealth, everything. He had retinue of services. As a matter of fact, he was called prince. <laughs> That's what God can do. He will give you houses you did not build. He will give you land you did not buy. He will give you business you did not build. To inherit in the name of Jesus. When God show up for you, everything will turn around. Moses was trained in each in Pharaoh's house, raised up. Then when the time came, God took him out from Pharaoh's house because he knew he cannot do what he would do in that place. Send him to the desert. He encountered him there and sent him back to deal with Pharaoh and bring and deliver his people. As I post this message today, listen to me. You will never fail God. We will never fail God. 
everyone God have assigned to us to be delivered, they shall all be delivered. As Moses did not fail, we will not fail. As the counsel of God for Moses did not fail, we will not fail. As Pharaoh could not stop Moses, no power will stop us. In the name of Jesus, somebody say rest in his love. Somebody say rest in his love. The power of his love is beyond anything. God's, the power of God's love can deal with anything. There is no power in creation that can survive the power of God's love that is displayed against the enemy of his own. It's the love of God that makes him to take action concerning his children. So, as we go to the week today, next Sunday we'll continue. Know that God, that power is at work on your behalf. Wherever you go, the power of his love, Kayada Babushka, is at work on your behalf. The power prevails. The power shreds the enemy. The power blows doors open. The power silences the enemy. The power clothes us with glory and honor. The power clothes us with God's fragrance. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The power of God's love makes us to be preferred. Be preferred. Anytime you show forth, the power of God's love will set you apart and make you to be preferred. Somebody say rest in his love. When you understand this love of God and the power of his love for your life, you will not be afraid. You will not fret. Like my dad, you go banana for God. I want you to talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. You are not the son of my voice. The power of his love is reaching you wherever you are. And that is why he sent Jesus to die for you. Jesus paid it in full. Jesus went to hell for you not to go to hell. Why not receive him now? I want you to receive him. You have not made Jesus Lord and Savior of your life. I want you to receive this Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want to pray with you. Say with me, Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me with your everlasting love. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to die for me. Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. You came to this world. You died for my sin. You rose again for my justification. Come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. From this day forward, help me to live this kingdom life for you. Let the power of your love guide me and lead me. Help me fulfill mandate and purpose for my life. In Jesus' name. Now, if you have done this, congratulations. Welcome to the greatest family. You are now a child of God. And I want you to go to the smartphone and your tablet and download the Bible. Make the Bible your best friend. Because the Bible, God's word, is the roadmap to your destiny. Go to any Bible-believing church where the word of God is preached and practiced unadulteratedly. Go there, tell the pastor I sent you. And if you're here in Atlanta, Georgia, the United States, 
I make bold to invite you to Trem Atlanta, God's Embassy's Manor. We are at 1611-1611, Ross West Street, Smyrna, zip code 30080. Look forward to receiving you. Remember, rest in his love. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.